Welcome back to the Internet Computer Report. Today is a very special day. It's the official launch of the Internet Computer. After five years of like intense research and development, we finally came here and we're really excited. So congrats to the team, congrats to the community. Uh, so we have a really cool episode, Evan. Yeah, we're going to be running through some of our favorite clips and giving some of the commentary on it. It was uh, a long event, and I'm sure in the coming days it'll all be re released sporadically, but we're going to just take a few short clips and tell us everything, especially of what's new and what it means for the community in simple terms. And uh, yeah, so, so we'll probably uh, jump right into that here, and we'll show you the clips directly in video. Cool. So we'll start off with the first one. So an introduction to the internet computer for those of you who probably just heard about it because they're really excited about the coin release. Here's a little uh, elevator pitch for what the internet computer is. A limitless blockchain that runs at web speed and can host all of humanity's software and data. The internet was only a global network until now. Now, the internet computer extends the web's functionality into a public compute platform. When Genesis occurs, the Internet Computer Project will take another step forward and blockchain will take a giant leap forward. The Internet Computer redefines public blockchain as a platform, as one that can now run smart contracts at web speed, that can serve web directly to users, that can increase its capacity with demand as needed, that is efficient, that governs itself, and that can provide better usability than those systems built on traditional technology. Okay, well that was a really nice intro from Dominic Williams. Um, you know, for people that have been part of the community for a number of years, we've seen these kind of intros before, but for somebody new, it's a nice overview on what the internet computer is, a nice, you know, a one minute pitch of it. Uh, what was your take on it? Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, so those of us who've been following Definity for years have seen this pitch, you know, web speed, blockchain, uh, dozens of times, but Really, the rabbit holes go so deep into the Divinity project, and so this pitch, I think, is the best way to get all of the functionality with all the crazy nuances that go on underneath it all. And it, you know, it's a wonderful pitch, and the fact that it is a web speed blockchain, it's pretty much the only one um, that lives up to the, to the truth of this pitch. So it's pretty inspiring, and yeah, awesome opener. Very cool. Nice. Um, next, we're going to dive into the Matoko programming language, which is the native programming language of the internet computer and created by Andreas Rosen Rosenberg. Ro Rosberg. Rosberg, yeah. who is the co-creator of WebAssembly, who we're, we'll hear from right now. Mm -hmm. Definity's new programming language for the internet computer. And I'm also one of the co-creators of WebAssembly, the new code format that runs in all your browsers nowadays. If you're a programmer who is familiar with the common breed of mainstream programming languages like Java, JavaScript, or C Sharp, then you should feel familiar and at home pretty quickly with Motoko. In particular, we took out all the special knowledge that you might need to have on other blockchain uh, programming languages. None of that is needed um, with Motoko. You can just use it as if it was an ordinary programming language. The internet computer adopts WebAssembly as its virtual machine, which means that there aren't that many languages available yet that is independent of what the platform actually is, what hardware you are running on. Yeah, so that's an, that's a really inspiring uh, speech for me particularly. If you look into the depths of w like web development and the history of its development throughout the internet, 
you realize that was so many different standards competing and different programming languages that were completely inaccessible. And it, it, it was never really considered uh, to be a fancy job or a sexy job to be a web developer in 2021. But here we are, and we have this global standard that all the biggest companies in the world that have browsers have compiled. Uh, Andreas Ro Rosberg, Rosberg yep. is the co-creator of it. It's WebAssembly. And it's basically a universal language for everything, every application that is written in web browsers. So for me personally, I'm learning Matoko. It's one of the like the coolest um, syntax that I've seen because it's very obscure and it's not it's not what I'm used to. But it's the fact that you can literally pro it's accessible to program a blockchain application for pretty much anyone who's familiar with the most basic web development programming languages. And it, it all compiles in a universal language that is WebAssembly. And yeah, this is the first time like anyone could really program a blockchain blockchain application. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this next up, you want to explain? Yeah, next up uh, we have CanCan, uh, -Can, which is a uh, Definity's open version of TikTok. So we're going to have a nice cat video. Yeah, this is their little, <laughs> de this is little, their little but, demo. Yeah. Let's see. We introduce a new concept in this iteration called Super Likes. You incentivize your users to ride the hype train. In CanCan, we've set it up so that each user is allowed 10 Super Likes per 24-hour period, tracked by the CanCan service, written in Motoko. Okay, yeah, so as we already mentioned, this is Definity's open version of TikTok. Uh, I'm noticing a trend, actually, with the internet computer, Definity. There's a lot of social media uh, products that are coming out. There's a, a linked up, which is an open version of LinkedIn. I think it renamed to district. Um, there's a number of others. So with like CanCan, the way it'd work is you'd be actually earning CanCan tokens and you can actually turn these CanCan tokens into like a, you know, a sponsored product, a reward of some sorts. So you're kind of gamifying the social media experience, um, which would be pretty exciting. And they also have their native governance token can that will be released. And that's what people could trade in their, uh, their re reward points for, and it's the first time we have a gamified version of, of this social media that actually pays users just for participating. Yeah, uh, really, so, really so great. I, I'm curious to see if this is going to take on TikTok. Yeah. It's definitely going to, there's more incentive to participate. Yeah, I would be more so if, you know, if I'm going to be getting rewarded for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll be posting, uh, you know, cat videos yeah. soon enough. <laughs> we'll keep everyone That'll in the That'll be our next career that. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this next clip, it throws us really deep into the cryptography of the internet computer. And, and, and it's a little technical, but it'll give us a glimpse into how deep the story goes as, as far as um, Definity's chain key technology, which we'll do separate episodes about, but let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Uh, Jan, two, Kamenich, yeah. Jan Kamenich and Jens Gross, two of the like most widely cited uh, cryptographers in the in, world, in the world. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. So uh, just hear from them and appreciate how deep this is because yeah. it's something very few humans are capable of building. So we'll have technical talks about all of these details uh, very soon and we'll also publish the specs about that. In summary, Jenkey technology enables the internet computer to have a single public key that the world uh, can use to authenticate uh, messages from the internet computer. Jenky Technologies also allows the NNS to add new subnets and scale the network forever. It allows the NNS to revive a subnet if too many nodes have failed. It allows to exchange crashed or compromised nodes. And finally, and probably most importantly, it allows the 
into the computer protocol to upgrade and therefore to yeah so for, from there we saw a little bit about the cryptography and it's like if i was to summarize this in a, in a really simple way that takes out a, a ton of details but at the foundation of, of Definity's ability to do have a web speed blockchain that secures everything is chain key technology and if you could imagine that threw in something called a zero knowledge proof which three years ago everyone thought was impossible for blockchains it's like using data that you'd never ever see and then the other thing is non-interactivity which if you look up on on wikipedia non-interactive zero knowledge proof they say it's only exists in theory because there's no such thing as perfect randomness because computers are binary and basically they, they just divinity having come out with this uh almost defies like the laws that we're familiar with but technology advances so rapidly and it is really unbelievable we're going to do separate episodes on this and hopefully we'll be able to get in touch with the cryptographers so hopefully our expl explanations do it justice but the story runs deep and to me this is this is not as flashy but it's the equivalent of like human ingenuity where we see a, a rocket going up to the moon for sure it this is something that humans like <laughs> breaking new yeah. levels of, of mathematics so one of the coolest parts of this and you won't have to see it but you will reap all the benefits of it just by using the internet computer mm -hmm. yeah uh so this next clip yeah it, the next one we have is the internet computer tokenomics uh, a lot of questions from the community have been what the supply is going to be in all these so i guess we'll play the clip and we'll explain it after all right yeah let's see the internet computer network has a governance utility token called icp this enables you to participate in governance. It is also used to reward those supporting the network and provides the source material okay. for cycle. So at Genesis, we finally have our answer. 26% of the total supply will be circulating. Uh, there will be 469 million ICP in total. So that would be 120 million ICP at launch. Uh, currently on FTX, it has a pre-valuation of around 15 billion or $140 a token. So that would put it in around the top 15 crypto. So we'll see where that goes. Now, as for the tokenomics, this is gonna be the first time I've seen a stable coin pegged to, commute, uh, to compute. So uh, rather than using the dollar, like a lot of stable coins uh, do, they peg to the US dollar, this is gonna be pegged to the SDR. So the SDR is a basket of currencies. So that's the Yuan, uh, the dollar, uh, the British pound, the Euro, uh, and et cetera. So, in regards to it being pegged to compute, it's gonna be one SDR of ICP will always equal one trillion cycles. So that's what we finally got. Yeah, cool. and, the, and there's a lot we're gonna be able to do with these um, tokens. I, I always say there's three fundamental things you could do with cryptocurrencies. One is a store of value, one is a governance token, and one is to provide or to buy compute power. Mm -hmm. And ICP does all three. I think it's the only one like that we've ever heard of that yeah. does all three. So talk about a useful token like this covers it. Yeah. Really, uh, really sharp guys <laughs> behind it too. The guy who works on the token economics. I haven't really dived too deep because I just kind of found out about this now. But uh, Yulin Liu, who's the head of uh, economics, extremely smart fella. Um, really interesting seeing what this goes out. We're going to probably do a further episode on the token economics. But it's interesting that they're pegging it to the SDR, which is more for a global economy, uh, which fits in uh, rather than the US dollar. So that's yeah, really interesting. Yeah, yeah exciting First time we have like a stable um, units that buy computing power, mm -hmm. like, like a currency that's tied to compute units. Yeah, should be interesting cool. how that works out, yeah. Yeah, so this next clip we have um, Mike, Mike Hunt talking about 
the network nervous system, mm-hmm. which has been long awaited, and we finally got all the details. And man, let me tell you, it's it's exciting. I, this is what got me into Divinity in the first place four years ago, and yesterday the concept was revealed. So, man, let's uh, see what this intro looks like. Cool. Well, let's start by demystifying the NNS a little bit. To put it simply, the NNS is the autonomous software that governs the internet computer and manages everything from economics to network structure. And the reality is that we are all stewards of the internet computer. Token holders use the NNS to initiate or vote on proposals that can change the very parameters that make the IC tick. They can even earn rewards for voting and being active stewards. So there we have uh, the purpose of the network nervous system. But really, we should, just to outline, blockchain governance has been a problem that has been going on since the dawn of blockchains, and no one has figured out how to do it. And more than four years ago, and what got me into Definity was Dominic Williams' two blog posts on the topic of blockchain governance. And he proposed something so novel, and I was uh, immediately obsessed with Definity, but I never knew if they'd be able to do it. And <laughs> coming the release, they, they exceeded the expectations, and they have just went so far beyond what any other blockchain uh, ever did with governance. And the difference here, aside from there being a a bunch of of sophisticated pieces in play that force decentralization on many levels, they have a way to enforce that the code changes attached to a proposal will be implemented or rejected upon a post. Mm -hmm. There's no middleman, whatever the community says, will literally be attached to the protocol change that will or will not be implemented. No one's done this before. Ah, oh, man, it's such a novel, it's such a novel piece of work. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite parts of uh, the internet computer. Cool. So. <laughs> nice. So the next one we're going to be going into is uh, identity. Uh, we're going to hear Dominic speak yeah. a little bit on that. So yeah, we can, so uh, uh, this, this will be the final clip for it. And uh, another one of the most exciting parts that we suspect everyone will, like almost everyone who uses the internet or uses a Definity dApp, will uh, be a beneficiary of. Mm-hmm. So let's see what this is. I want you to imagine a world where you can securely um, authenticate yourself to online services without ever touching a username and password and without, without ever touching cryptographic key material. So um, we, we think people are gonna be seeing a lot more of this. Um, I think it's a fantastic demonstration, too, of the power of advanced applied cryptography because behind the scenes, this has been made possible um, by something called certified variables, which are in turn made possible by key, keychain technology. So remember, you, you saw this for the first time today. Um, it's the work of the Definity Foundation for the Internet Computer Project. Terrific. Yeah, and and there you have it. So pr- pretty much the <laughs> the idea of username and passwords, as they claim, will be an outdated concept, and you won't have to be managing. Probably what what you do have is over a hundred username and password combinations that you have written, or you have to remember, and you forget, and you go through all these uh, hoops, to, and then you have two factor authentication to worry about. It's all because there was no underlying cryptography to secure um, basically a key that exists in your hardware. And uh, the, all the nuances of it, like the details are still sparse, and there's a lot of questions I still have mm-hmm. about the identity. But moving forward, as we see this in action and we have more details released, we'll have an a, a episode detailing how this is possible because I guarantee some people are still very skeptical about this being a legitimate possibility. Like, no login credentials ever. Yeah. yeah it's, 
I'm still trying to wrap my head how that's uh, exactly going to work, but it should be really interesting. Yeah, well, it's guaranteed to be uh, incredibly useful because imagine every platform that you log in, not only do do you not have to log in for all of them, but they're all connected in a way where they could interact with each other Mm. without requiring a bunch of different permissions. And the walls that lifts uh, for what would be the innovation that uh, uh, collaboration of platforms, you know, is pretty much a a barrier to entry that's gone. Yeah. Uh, So really exciting stuff. Really is. Programmers don't have to deal with usernames and passwords, which I can tell you is a great thing. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Very cool. So that was a really great event. Uh, We enjoyed it. Congrats again. And this is only the beginning. So now we're actually day one or now we're starting officially for... (laughs) You know, for the launch of the internet computer. Yeah, and, uh, about to see everything, yeah, in action, everything in action. And 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 I assume this podcast is going to turn less into reading about concepts and, and translating them, and it's going to be more in getting your hands dirty with blockchains oh, yeah. and seeing exactly what it is uh, with your own two eyes, touch it, feel it, smell it, kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, moving forward, we won't be the only ones who see this because the user base is just going to uh, expand as the demand grows. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Great episode. Very good. Thanks for watching, everybody.